Welcome to another episode of Heroes And. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and people freaking out that Zendaya isn't a white redhead. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we are talking about Heroes And Arrow Season 4. This is week two of our countdown to the DC TV fall launch. Over the next month and a half, we will be focusing on DC and their TV universe all building towards the fall premieres of Arrow, Supergirl, and The Flash. So let's get into this week's episode. Again, we're talking about Heroes and Arrow Season 4. So Cody, best pick. Did you watch this past this past season of Arrow? I did watch this past season of Arrow. That's and good. That's good. It would know, be so awkward if it, you did. It'd be a little, <laughs> yeah, just, just shooting blind, yeah. you know. Who knows? It could have been good. I guess. I know it was a thing. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, I did watch this uh, this past season of Arrow. And I got to say, Andy, maybe maybe I just really liked season two and I'm just of Arrow. Yes. And so all of the seasons of Arrow are just like on a scale of one to season two. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. So, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I didn't enjoy this past season um, as much as I had hoped. Okay. Um, I think I I really enjoyed, like just trying to start off with the things I did like, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I enjoyed um, just kind of the direction we, we were going with Oliver with becoming the green arrow Mm -hmm. and really for the first time, I I mean, he was, I think he was considered a hero uh, as the arrow, you know, previously. Yeah. Um, But I think for the first time he was really trying to inspire hope, you know, uh, in this season. And I think that was a cool dynamic. I feel like they still fumbled that idea a little bit. Um, there towards the like, like halfway, about halfway through, like towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I appreciated the him giving the speech in the arrow suit or green arrow suit, um, you know, right up front, and just the costume changes and that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but overall, I think it was plagued by the same issue that I think season three was plagued by, uh, which is just the the threat of Damian Dark. Mm-hmm. It seemed like there was a good chunk there, like right. I guess right about like there was a point where Damian Dark just went into hiding, right? Yeah, there was. It, it was it was a little weird. It was the there was parts of the season where it wasn't where he not necessarily he wasn't the big bad guy, but he just wasn't almost the main focus of like the, he wasn't around. Yeah, he and they were just trying to find him. Like, yeah, that's it. Seemed which I so like moments like that where I was like. Like we're not really, you know, developing or not really moving the plot along any further. Yeah. Right now, all that's happening is they just can't find Damian Dark, and then when he did show up again, I I felt like it was, I don't know, it just didn't keep me interested. Um, and I think just comparing it, you know, kind of like we talked about last week, like to the, to the Flash. Yeah. Where Zoom, like the threat of Zoom and like the mystery behind Zoom, was always interesting to me. Um, with the stuff with Damian Dark, I think the first half it was interesting, mm-hmm. um, but I think again, just always going back to season two of Arrow, where you know Deathstroke is the big villain yeah. after the midseason finale, and it seemed like every episode after that midseason finale, especially, mm-hmm. was counting and building towards ultimately the showdown, you know, between 
Oliver between, you know, Arrow and Deathstroke. And so I just felt like this season kind of just was lacking in that a little bit for me. Um, but Andy, what did you think? Uh, I'm, I feel like I have this, uh, probably the same, uh, reaction to it, uh, to you, Cody, where I think it wasn't, my, it wasn't necessarily my favorite season. I still love season two and I just, that was a highlight of Arrow for me so far. I mean, we'll see what happens next season, but of the four seasons so far that have been out, that's my favorite one. Uh, I still think season four was better than, was better than season three. I'll say that. I think I think they really fumbled going back to last season, season three. They really fumbled with with uh, Roz and just the way they portrayed him. And um, I think it was great up until the mid season. It was really season three. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there was some good stuff with it, but um, I don't know. I think I think what makes maybe what we're starting to realize is what makes a good season of these superhero TV shows is the big bad is who's the the villain and how much of a threat they can bring to our heroes. And then maybe <laughs> I was thinking about this as you were talking about, um, as you were talking about the flash, mm-hmm. maybe what arrow needs is a good masked villain. And that way we don't know <laughs> who that villain is until like halfway through it, or maybe three fourths of the way through the season. Cause yeah. I feel like, just looking at the flash maybe that's why those those two seasons were so good is because we had no idea because then was. they're just they're not only dealing with the threat of the villain but yeah. the mystery of identifying yeah the villain. Ex- exactly so maybe that, maybe that's what they need i don't know but um but anyways i i thought it was okay again it was i thought it was, i enjoyed it more than in season three mm-hmm. and i thought the story with our heroes, I think that progressed. I thought that they were they made some strides there with with um, you know their story arc and and bringing them to the high highest of highs and then bringing them to the lowest of lows to some degree. And so yeah. I thought I was able to enjoy some of that. But generally, my general thought, I guess you can say, is I I liked it. Um, that that's pretty much it. Like I liked it. Yeah. There's nothing really more that you know. There's not a whole lot of passion. Yeah. That follows that follows that statement. There's no necessarily reasons why. Blah 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 blah. Because of this and awesome. Like it's, oh, I liked it, and that's pretty much it. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I, that's what I feel like. Like I don't think it was a bad. It was a bad season. Yeah. Like compared to you know, like just thinking of times where there's there's moments where a show has been straight up like this is not good at all. I don't yeah. think that was the case. And like I mean, I stuck it out through this season, yeah. you know, of of Arrow, but I I did start to notice like a little bit of a shift where where Flash became the priority for me versus Arrow, oh, yeah. um, and I think really kind of, that probably was earlier on in the seasons even, um, but uh, we talked a little bit about the the villain, you know, for this season, and and really I think just with these superhero shows, kind of like you just said, Andy, that it's becoming a like the idea of there being a villain throughout the whole season is becoming a pretty fair like interesting like common concept rather yeah. um which i think is so like compared back to again back to season two of arrow that's the one that we love so much and that one it was like brother blood you know in the mm-hmm. first half like there was kind of two big ones mm-hmm. and there's always more episodes in the second half of the season so i'm yeah. like wondering why the why there's this one this one villain thing is a being you know being its thing being a thing but mm-hmm. 
so what did you think of Damian Dark? I know we had you know a pretty big name come to the show with by the name of Neil McDonoghue. Uh, he's a movie actor. You know he's Dum Dum Dugan in uh, Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the first Avenger, and so it's kind of a big deal I think to have a movie actor kind of come into this role. Um, so what did you think, Andy? I I really liked him, and I got really excited when I saw that he was going to be in this upcoming season, and I I think he's a strong. He, he when he's I mean and everything I've seen in him he plays a really good bad guy yeah you know like when he plays the the villain or the bad guy the antagonist he plays he really does a good job in that role and so I was really excited to see him in the, in Arrow in this season uh, because I just thought yeah he was going to be able to bring it um, I thought I thought it was a good villain I will say there was a lot of mystery and uh, honestly there was a lot of. It, there was some concern for our heroes because when he first got in, you know, first was in the scene, uh, first got you know onto the scene, uh, he was able to really stop everything that our heroes threw at him. Yeah, you know, they couldn't do anything to to defeat him, to even get a good hit on him, to even figure out who he is. And so, I thought a lot of that was really interesting, and I really enjoyed that. But then somehow they just kind of, again, like you said, maybe they, you know, he kind of goes into hiding or what, you know, again, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there are some episodes where he's not the main focus and not trying to really do anything with him or, you know, whatever. And so, um, I feel like they kind of lost momentum and interest of man, having this really powerful villain who was, yeah. who was strong in the arts, you know, like it wasn't like he was strong physically, but he was a strong opponent because he had these magical powers and we just had no idea. That was the first time we ever, tapped into that realm with right, our, you right. know, our TV shows. And so I was really excited about that. Um, overall, I, I think he did okay. I, I think what's most disappointing about him, if I were to do like say one thing about, about the, the character and just the way his whole story played out was um, I just kind of felt like the end his, you know, again, spoiler alert, we're talking about this season, but his, um, his defeat, yeah. you know, how it just appeared I don't know. It, it just appeared it was too easy for Arrow for for the Green Arrow for Oliver to defeat him. It, it was just a fist fight. Like at the end of the day, it was just if I remember correctly of that of that season finale, it was a fist fight in the middle of the streets yeah, with a bunch of people. The and whole the whole thing I think is that the gr- Green Arrow is able to to kind of cancel out Damian Dark's magic powers because be, of like, the hope. Poss- yeah, because of the hope that he's inspired in. Uh, in Star City, and so, but it ultimately does kind of just come down to them like duking it out with all of the all of the ghosts, you know, all of his people, yeah, fighting alongside of him, but against just like civilians. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> like Thea and like Ben Black Canary were having trouble against these ghosts, yeah, and now just you know, normal civilians, normal civilians are just kind of fighting them. I felt like that was a little, a little weird, you know. Where, where? But. I will, yeah. So that that was my thought. Is the kind of I kind of felt like you had this awesome build up, and you had the potential to really make this villain really mysterious. And you have, you know you have no idea where they're you know the source of their power and all that stuff, and um, and then it kind of at the end you it just comes down to a fist fight. I don't know. I, that, that to me was a little weak. Um, so that was my initial thought. Some mix. I have some mixed feelings about it. Again, I I I like the actor. 
great job with that. Even the way he was protective of his family. Like when you realize mm-hmm. that he's a kind of like a family yeah. a family man. He has a wife and a you know, a daughter and you kind of realize, oh snap, like they're kind of gives this character a little more a little bit more motivation, mm-hmm. you know, behind mm-hmm. what he's doing. And so I kind of, you know, I I enjoy that. But, you know, it kind of just lost kind of lost it a little bit towards the end. Uh how about you, Cody? What did you think of of the the villain for this for this season? I I thought it was interesting for them to go into the the like magic, you know, mystical kind of realm. Yeah. And I think that they've they've been slowly kind of getting there, I think with like, you know, going from season one where it's all just, da- you know, or not Damien Dark, but the Dark Archer, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, where it's, he's pretty much just equally matched to Oliver, you know, he's just a, another, like another um, archer. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in season two, we have uh, Deathstroke, who's on Mirakuru, you know, it's, it's kind yeah. of a science thing, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of bolstered his powers. And then you have Ra's al Ghul, that's... Still, he's starting to get into that mystical, but really, it's just caused him to have a prolonged sense of life, mm-hmm. and therefore, um, he's just you know able to out be a better combatant um, than Oliver. And so, for them to kind of finally get into this, really like full on into the magic, you know, and and then you know we have like the episode of Con- with Constantine. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought was an interesting take for an arrow villain, um, given that Oliver is the opposite. You know, he's very much grounded and kind of. You know, he relies on weaponry and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'll agree with you. I think I think I th- with this actor, uh, with Neil McDonough, and in particular, I think back to, I think it was Walking Tall. Yeah. With The Rock, where he's yeah. the villain. Yeah. Um, I, I thought that one, which I know those Rock movies, I feel like you always got to take with a grain of salt because it's The Rock, and so it's going to be a little ridiculous and cheesy. But That one wasn't so cheesy. That one wasn't so cheesy. Yeah. That one, you know, like people used to walk tall in this town. Oh, my God. I just, I, but, um, but yeah, so I, I enjoyed him in that role, you know, mm-hmm. as, as a villain in that movie. Um, and I think this one, I do think throughout the season all of the times where he was on screen he was scary like he did a good job of really owning the room mm-hmm. and making the attention kind of be on him and being scary looking you know um yeah. and then even just the like the way he interacted with with the other characters on screen whether it was Oliver or uh you know Felicity's boyfriend Cooper or you know whoever it was yeah he was always like he demanded um for people to pay attention and listen to him mm-hmm. um and I thought that was very well done but overall I think um I still think I liked Slade Wilson's you know again going back to season 2 I think um I just feel like the threat of him when he wasn't around like it wasn't we didn't seem like a big deal. Um, and I feel like also just his concept of Genesis and, you know, like, I feel like that's the same thing that Malcolm Merlin wanted, you know, just on a bigger scale. And I think they even referenced that like Malcolm, I think references that at some points. And so that idea of like, well, we're just going to blow up the city and start all over again Mm -hmm. is just starting to become a little old, I think for me. Um, and so I think, I think that's my biggest probably issue is that, just his his whole goal was just to do what Malcolm Merlin did, but to the entire world. Um, and also, like, if he's trying to take out the entire planet, I, I really feel like that's something that you would call the Flash for. Like, I get that you might not have a lot of super friends. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. But but you, you might want to call the Flash. You know, if this guy can take out the entire planet. Yeah, I, I feel like... 
I feel like as a, I mean, I think this is why maybe they had Argus, you know, a little bit involved with it, especially because this is a season where, uh, you know, Diggle's wife, Amanda, yeah, uh, is that is that his not not Amanda? Amanda Waller was who, oh. yeah, yeah, who's was, uh, was the person who who was the leader of yeah, Argus, oversaw Argus, yeah, but. That you know, she didn't make it in one of these seasons. I think maybe last season or earlier this season, she they killed her off. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I think Dark kills her. Yeah, so so now Diggle's wife is the one that's overseeing it. So you know, you kind of have Argus this you know governmental branch to some degree kind of get involved because it was this gut crazy guy trying to nuke you know the whole world. The whole world. The whole, like so, I think I think that's why. Uh, they were involved. It kind of just seemed like, yeah, there should. This is a bigger threat than just like, uh, you know, one small city. Like, we should get more people involved to stop this. Guy. Yeah, so, right. That, and I think, I think, and I mean, that happens in movies. That happen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my issue. My big issue with Thor, like the Dark World, on yeah. a little off tangent. Yeah. Like, you know, these elves are trying to take out all nine realms. Yeah. And you're not going to give Tony Stark a phone call, <laughs> like. That's, you know what I, I mean? I can get that. Like, so, I, I can get that. But yeah, so I think just that that idea, um, you know, and I get that you don't, like, Oliver's got, it's the Arrow show, not mm-hmm. the not the Flash show. Flash has to be in his own show. Yeah. But, like, Flash can run at the speed of light. Yeah. Like, you can't just say, hey, Flash, just, like, phase through this guy and kill him and oh just have it be over with. You know what I mean? <laughs> phase through this guy. Like, just pull a reverse Flash, do that, the vibrating hand thing. That was, okay. Like, <laughs> And be done. Don't mess with Cody or phase apart the idol because he'll you know? just he'll just straight up just raise <laughs> hand right through your chest, right uh, through, take out your heart. Let's um, talk. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, our supporting cast. Let's talk a little bit about some of our good guys. Um, so, what do you think of Oliver and Felicity this season? What do you think of of their story arc and um, essentially there's the story that was told, uh, you know, of those two this season. I very much I like I, th- I think we talked about this before or maybe it was top five relationships yeah uh, when I talked about them being together and like just loving that you know because yeah. it was right in this in the moments when they were you know finally together and whatnot mm-hmm. um, I think I really wanted to see them work kind of like like with Barry and Patty yeah but as we started going like I and maybe this is because I'm a guy I don't know lady listeners disclaimer but i really feel like the felicity should have been a little more understanding of oliver and the kid thing <laughs> like because that's ultimately why I, sh- I mean that's not ultimately why but that's the like that's the like the, the cherry on top of the, yeah the cake of times that oliver's lied to felicity i get that yeah but i like like I feel, I really feel like Oliver's motivations for keeping that particular secret from her weren't bad because it was have a relationship with his son and tell no one, mm-hmm. or tell Felicity and then not get to have a relationship with his son. You know, yeah. So like, I don't, I don't think he was in the wrong necessarily, but ultimately seeing them break up and then really just, I guess, like after that, I started to get really frustrated with Felicity. Okay. Um, and just with her character, because I felt like she was like, I mean, I feel like for a while there, like towards the beginning of the show, you know, like back maybe season one, season two, where Thea was particularly whiny. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in at the at the time, I think in season two, I also felt that way about uh, Laurel. Yeah. 
But I, looking back, like Laurel had a really crappy life, <laughs> so like I'm, I was okay. Like it makes sense that she would be like if my my boyfriend ran away with my sister, they both died, and then my boyfriend comes back. My sister's still dead. My parents divorced. Like all these things. Like maybe you know. And then her boyfriend. Then her boyfriend. That's her ex boyfriend's best friend. He dies. Like. All these things, maybe it's okay. Maybe she would want to have a drink. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) She needs Jesus, (laughs) ultimately. That's what she needs. She needs a cup of Jesus, not a cup of whiskey. (laughs) But ultimately, I get... Anyway, so all that to say, Felicity had no reason, or not as good reasons, to be upset. And I feel like she was just being a little bit overdramatic with the whole relationship stuff. Well, uh listeners um particularly female listeners if you could please tweet at us <laughs> uh your opinion on the matter because that would be a lot of fun <laughs> to see uh what you guys think on on that relationship um i guess just situation that happens. <laughs> uh just to hear from the perspective of a female that'd be a lot of fun um but like going back to oliver and felicity now like I I enjoyed their story arc. I thought it was cool that they were able to just kind of enjoy uh, paradise. I guess to enjoy you know a normal life. You mm-hmm. know, in the beginning of the season, I thought that was a lot of fun, and it was it was cool that Felicity was the one that kind of encouraged Oliver. Like, hey, we should go back. Like, hey, I get what you're trying to do, but you know, the city thousands of people need you. You know, as much as I need you like, here, but you know, they also need you as well. And right. so I thought that was, I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the ups and downs of, of their relationship this season where, you know, it really was unfortunate that they were, that they called it off. Like they called off the the engagement and that really was sad. And I, I, I get like, that was one thing that stood out to me. I was like, dang, that, that sucks for Oliver, you know? And, yeah. um, and then even to have to some degree, to have it on almost on his hands, the fact that she was paralyzed for a little bit, you know, right. like that was that was really a lot too for for Oliver and Felicity and their relationship in general. Um, and so I I thought I thought it was in, like I enjoyed it, like I thought it made sense, like the ups and downs from hey they were able to enjoy normal dating, you know, boyfriend girlfriend kind of of a relationship and you know kind of a life. To the the lowest of lows of hers, calling off the wedding, calling off the engagement, you know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. I thought I thought it made sense. Like it made sense to kind of put that relationship almost through the mud. I guess like I, you know there was a lot of stuff they had to go through. Yeah, and so I I thought yeah I was I was okay with that. I, it definitely kept me engaged and caring about the two of them and them sure. as a as a couple. So um, that's what I would say about that. Uh, what did you what did you think about the some of the other characters? What did you think about uh, you know we, we got to see Felicity's parents, we got to see you know mom and dad, mm-hmm. uh, we got to meet some new people that are I guess you can count as Team Arrow. We have Curtis, um, you know Diggle went through a big story arc this season. Cody, which one of those kind of got you most excited? You thought you or which ones that maybe you enjoyed the most? Which one that that you maybe thought ah, I really didn't care for that? Well. What were some of those other supporting characters that you really enjoyed? I I think uh, more than any of them, I enjoyed um, 
Felicity's parents. <laughs> yeah. Like Donna and then um the calculator. Yeah. Um I I think it was just cool to see them kind of like Donna get involved more, you know, like mm-hmm. Mama Smoke. Yeah. Um being involved more and in, in just becoming a, a really recurring presence on the show. Yeah. Ultimately her and uh Quentin getting together, you know, her and yeah. C- Captain Lance. Yeah. Um you know, starting to date and and those things, and I think, her, like her and Quentin, I think really brought out the best in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really cool. I thought like seeing that kind of play out, you know, um, was awesome. And then adding in, you know, Felicity's dad, um, and just seeing them work together, you know, mm-hmm. I think was awesome. And then I think you see a really cool kind of like, you know, with with uh felicity's mom it's like such a such a stark contrast <laughs> yeah. from who Feli- what felicity's actually like uh-huh. you know and aside from being blonde yeah. you know um and then to have her dad there you know which like her and her dad like, a couple of times they like you know like steal the words out of each other's mouth and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. because they're like the best you know the best hackers you know best computer people um arguably in mm-hmm. the world you know and so um I just thought that was kind of <laughs> that was fun to see. Yeah. Um I think I I enjoyed you know I think we could maybe talked about this kind of going into um like going into the season last year but I I liked that Diggle wasn't he didn't linger on being upset with Oliver for very yes. long because yeah. I was yeah. I was really concerned that it was going to be like they were just going to drag that out for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but I appreciate it that they didn't, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, what about you, Andy? And- uh, for me, some of the supporting cast, some of the you know extended team arrow, you know, people that I really enjoyed and stood out to me were uh, were like some of the actual superheroes that were able, you know, share the spotlight for an episode or two. So, I really enjoyed Constantine. I really enjoyed just the you know the one episode that he was in and he kind of did this weird thing that they showed uh i guess the beginning of his relationship with oliver mm-hmm. and that you know that's where oliver uh really learns about the idol from you know damien dark and at that point that's how oliver gets that tattoo and whatnot on his, on his like rib cage or whatever so that was cool to see their you know the the early stages of their relationship of their friendship and then even and then even like in the current time of the season, you know, Constantine was the reason why they were able to bring back Sarah and like kind of get her all straight, you know, straight out and whatnot. And so it was really cool that he was able to really bring that, I guess, uh, maybe Sarah's story almost full circle, like to mm-hmm. kind of just be like restoring her um, completely, you yeah. know. And so um, so I, I just really, yeah, Constantine was just a lot of fun. Um, and again, the flashbacks that like that Constantine, what you know, that we see of his early, you know, really the early stages of his friendship with Oliver, that was probably the best thing that the flashbacks did. Agreed. I, you know what I'm saying? Like other than that, like all the other flashback stuff were kind of weak. Uh, they really weren't, uh, they didn't, I don't know, I, I, they weren't doing anything i felt like i don't i don't know so yeah it, i felt like they were just weird like i don't know and again i i feel like this whole episode i've just been going back to season two but like season two i feel like the flashbacks were so intentional about like everything that was happening and and even i think in 
even in uh, season three, I think the flashbacks were cool and just the stuff with Maceo yeah. and with Katana, you know, yeah. and like dealing with like Walt Oliver's in China, you mm-hmm. know, um, I thought was I thought that was all really cool as well. But yeah, ultimately this season, with the exception of like that Constantine one in particular, mm-hmm. I uh, I wasn't a fan of. I will say with Constantine, though, I very much would be OK with him being on more. If oh, yeah. not, I know he had his own show on NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I really feel like that was just plagued by being on the wrong network. If yeah. he was able, CW, you know, they just do their thing. They've got the magic thing going on with Supernatural, obviously. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to get Constantine, <laughs> you know. Even if somehow he jumps over to Supernatural. I was just about to say. Supernatural that. comes in <laughs> to the DC universe. I was just All I'm saying that. is. All I'm saying is teenage girls would watch that just to have all of the guys that they love on one screen at the same time. Be, Can't tell me that I'm wrong. That'd be too much. Just the, get the, get, the, get Roy Harper back in there. The world would explode. <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't be able to handle that. Yeah, that, that might be bad. So. Yeah, but I, I really so I really enjoyed content scene. That was a lot of a lot of fun. Even the one episode where we see Vixen, that was that was really cool. Like I really enjoyed Having like finally seeing her in the live action stuff. Yeah. Did Did you watch the cartoon that they did I of did her not, at all? I did not. But I heard it was good. That's but, what I heard as well. Yeah. I I liked that they made that little nod of we like Oliver said her and I had an animated encounter. Yes. Uh, yeah. Last year, just a little like hey, hey if you yeah. watch it, you know, if you get it, you get it. So that was um, that was good. So uh so that episode was a lot of fun. Uh, side note, just one more thing about the supporting cast, and then we'll kind of um go and talk about the season season finale and all that stuff. But um, Diggle's brother, Andy, um, I thought it was an interesting uh, element to his, to Diggle, Diggle's story and his, you know, his character development. Um, we got to see a lot of tension there where Diggle was kind of wrestling with some stuff, whether or not to trust mm-hmm. him or not. And it kind of put Oliver in a tough spot because Oliver was essentially trying to tell Diggle like, Hey, don't trust your brother yet, you know? And so that was, you know, so I thought that was a lot of, I thought that was good storytelling. There. Yeah. And I thought that was a lot of real emotion um, to, to have that in the, in the story. And it was good to have those tape, the tables kind of flipped and that, you know, cause what we'd seen a lot is that, you know, earlier on in Diggle and Oliver's relationship is that, uh, you know, Oliver always had a blind spot for his family, you know, yeah. like with his mom and, and with Thea, you know, yeah. um, earlier on there and so it was cool to just have that kind of flipped over on its head mm-hmm. um how did you feel about diggle you know spoiler alert but how did you feel about diggle ultimately killing his brother uh i thought it was i mean that's a serious i guess like if you're like marker and and like point on someone's timeline you know like hey I, this is the day i killed my brother like uh that that's a really like heavy serious subject and mm-hmm. thing to kind of work through i th- i i understood why he did it and I, I, you know, I don't necessarily blame the guy for doing that, especially in the, you know, the situation that he was in. Um, but it was like, it was definitely a serious thing that I feel like that's still going to affect him maybe even into this upcoming season. Cause I mm-hmm. never, I don't, he leaves ultimately. Yeah. Like, I don't know how, like, that's a big enough like deal for someone that that kind of scars them for life in a, mm-hmm. in every way every way possible and so i would imagine that that was still we'll see some of the effects of that in this upcoming season um also the actor that plays uh diggle's brother uh andy the hit the actor his name is eugene bird and when i first saw him on arrow my first thought was 
you're the guy that screwed over Eminem in Eight Mile, and that's that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's the first that's that, right that's the first thing I ever saw that guy in, and so um, I, I at first I kind of got mad at him, like what the heck you screwed you screwed over B Rabbit, but then <laughs> but then I kind of realized well maybe not maybe Just he's lose a, yourself yeah man. maybe he's a good guy, but then at the end when he was a bad guy, I was like. Nah, man, get him, Diggle, get him. So, can't, can't trust. Uh, <laughs> so I thought that was just a, that was that was fun. Um, but let's talk about maybe arguably one of the bigger, you know, bigger and maybe the biggest supporting character um, to this TV show, and that's you know the Black Canary and and, and Laurel. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a season where you know she she didn't make it, and we see that the big bad of this. Of this season, Damien Dark essentially, you know, actually does kill someone and you mm-hmm. know, kills that we know and that we yeah, care about. Yeah, kill kills one of our heroes. Um, what did you What did you think of that of that story arc of, of really that that component to this season of the the death of of Laurel of the Black Canary? I think so. You remember they teased that. Like that, there was going to be a major death in the f- premiere episode. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, they talked about it with the funeral scene. Yeah, the yeah. funeral mm-hmm. scene, and like Barry shows up and he's like, "I'm sorry, I couldn't make the funeral," mm-hmm. um, and you know, and all of that. And then they came back to it once later, where Felicity was like, "You have to kill him," you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then ultimately, we find out that it is Laurel's grave and Laurel's funeral that uh, that Oliver had attended, and so that was tough, man. Like that was one that I. Like I I know like it's it's weird because I feel like I didn't like, enjoy the season as much as I could have you know but um, just that moment I think I and like I said I kind of I like in season two you know while it was happening or earlier seasons I was frustrated with Laurel a little bit because mm-hmm. um, I feel like she was com- like she was very much like I feel like stereotypical TV like show like like damsel female, in distress yeah, I guess you know need almost of a yeah, yeah. so. Um, but I really think, um, just looking back, um, and I even like rewatched season two more recently, and that's kind of when I was realizing, like, no, like Laurel really has, like, she's had a really interesting life and a really interesting character arc, and so mm-hmm. like just across all of the seasons, and so it was cool. I think, you know, starting in last season and then into this season, just kind of seeing her really come into her own and really. Um, come to be able to like fight to protect her city and um and to protect her family and redeem I think you know really redeem herself from how far she'd gone yeah. um to where now she's kind of leading her father you know um and trying to help him back out of his alcoholism you know yeah. um and then that scene where where she's in the hospital with Oliver was just ridiculously like that i think i might have i definitely got teary eyes a little yeah. bit and I'm, I'm not even ashamed of that but <laughs> but yeah it was that was tough i think um that line that she says where she was like even if like she essentially tells oliver that even if she wasn't the one for him he was always the one for her yeah like in that moment i really thought like she's got to make it like mm-hmm. she can't die because she's got to make it because like at this point Oliver and Felicity, and really, as Oliver and Felicity were separating, I thought that ultimately they were separating so that Black Canary, you know, so that Laurel and Oliver could be together. Because I know in the comics that's how it is, you yeah. know, it's those it's those two in a relationship together. So, mm-hmm. uh, but ultimately that didn't happen, and it 
kind of sucked, you know? <laughs> so, because this is really the first big death that we've had I, in a while. I, I know, the, like... I think the last one was was Mama, right? Was, I, yeah, was and, uh, with, Moira, uh, yeah, Moira, with, like yeah. Oliver's mom, mm-hmm. and I back think, in season two. Yeah, I think that might have been, might have been it. And, I mean, besides the tease, maybe of of Oliver dying, you know, in season three, but right. ultimately he, you know, he came he back. Comes back. Yeah. But yeah, Maceo, this, but this was like the first, like really big one. That we, yeah, for, for sure. I, w- I feel like the, this, the death of the black of black canary was, was a big deal. And I remember watching that episode. I, I watched it the next day, watching it online and I'm on my couch and all of a sudden like this, the show, uh, the, we get to the la- we get to the last scene of the of them in the hospital, and all of a sudden, like you know, crap hits the fan. Doctors are rushing in, monitors are beeping and everything left and right, and then Oliver freaks out. You know, he just kind of backs away, and then you just hear that like that beep that yeah the flat the, line the, yeah the flat line, and then it's like that that's it. And like I think they that's why the name of that episode is like a certain time. Was because the one of the last things that you hear from that episode is like one of the doctors say, "Call it, you know, you know, call the time, say the time that way we can get it for our records." And they they say the time like eleven forty six, whatever, yeah, like whatever I don't know, was. What, yeah, whatever the time was. And so that's why the name of the episode was that. But I remember thinking like I stood up, like I was laying on the couch. I stood up thinking that's not how it ends, right? Like there's there's part that was a commercial break. Like there's still one more, like. 20 you know 10 minute seven minute thing like of tv episode mm-hmm. time but no that was it that's how the episode ended and i remember thinking like what like no way like it just it really did get me and i it, and i the pacing was really good like i will i will commend that episode like that was a really good well well paced episode because the damien dark you know fight scene that happened there where Laurel that's where laurel gets uh stabbed and then the rushing into the hospital and then that last hospital scene like it all happens kind of so quickly and you don't really think about it and then the episode ends you're like no way like you're not gonna let me yeah get my feelings out closure yeah (laughs) Yeah. oliver let oliver go kill something yeah that was it and so it was really sad and i i think that really is it like i don't i don't see her coming back i don't think they're the lazarus pit is done like there's i don't i mean there's a part of me that I, for the sake of storytelling, you know, there's her death brings a lot to that, to this season. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of the highlights of it probably, yeah. you know? And so there's a part of me that's like, Hey, even if there's a way for you to bring, bring her back and there's always a way, but Hey, I, there's, there's a part of me that, that just thinks, Hey, just leave her, let her be, you know, like this, this will do, this is good overall for the story and mm-hmm. for our characters. Um, but I'm with you, man. There was a time where I thought, during the season, is is Oliver gonna like Felicity and Oliver? That that's not working out. So is it gonna be Oliver and the Black Canary? Like, is it gonna be him and Laurel? And I thought that's how it is in the comics. Like that's that's like one of the premier like couples of of the DC yeah. comic world. Right, and right. So I just thought like, no, like how can you do that? And so it really did hit me. There was a time where I thought like because like in that scene when Oliver backs up. Like I, I really felt like, and I, like I know that Oliver, like he's seen death a lot, but I was like, he should be freaking out more. Yeah. So like, I was then wondering, like, is he really, is he, are they faking her death to somehow like, 
get dark to think that he's one, you know, mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Yeah. Because I felt like she was okay. Like, I mean, she was in the hospital and like, I get like all the, like she was, but like, she was talking, you know, she was awake. Like, yeah. Seemed like she should have been all right. And then yeah. all of a sudden I think things just take a dark turn. But um, I will say, and this just, I guess kind of just leading us ahead um, and just talking like what's coming next. I think um, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still holding out hope that because Barry screwed up the timelines yeah. in the flash yeah that uh that she might you know like when when uh you know all of the things coming out of the flashpoint you know paradox mm-hmm. and cuz the ulti- that like because of the way they've done these shows they're intertwined in a way such that um that the effects of what Barry's done in flash with the timeline have to have like it would be foolish of them not to have effect um, in this timeline or, you know, or at least in, in arrow. So I'm holding out hope that when things come back, it's ultimately, um, that I don't know if it's someone else that died or that she never died or whatever it is, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm just convincing myself of that because I really just don't, I just don't want her to be gone, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but like, just kind of thinking of that though, where do you think we're headed, um, with this season? I know we ended with Oliver as mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, Dame or Diggle leaves. Uh, Thea, I think, also leaves, and so it's really down to like Team Arrow is just Oliver and Felicity at this point. Yeah. Um, and I think Curtis is you know kind of involved a little mm-hmm. bit, but not nearly um as involved as he probably will be ultimately. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's interesting that I would say that Arrow's in a weird spot right now as a show. Where there's not that much of a uh, something like a cliffhanger from the previous season, and they're in this weird spot where they really can do almost anything, yeah, and they can almost take the show in probably a different couple different directions, and and I think that that's a good thing, and now it's just a matter of hopefully they they do take it in a good direction. Um, I don't know if I've if there's any news or reports or anything about the the big bad for this season for this upcoming season for season five. I don't know if any of that stuff has hit the internet or anything like you know casting rumors or you know things like that. So I don't I don't even know who he's going up against for this season, which is okay. I, I don't mind that at all. I think it's actually probably a better thing if they keep things, you know, if they keep things as a secret as long as they could. Yeah, but I'm I'm just kind of excited i will say the the thing that has me most excited about this upcoming season is that this will be the last season of flashbacks is what they that's the one thing that i think they have you know they've said you know the executive producers and whatnot have said like hey this is flashbacks aren't going to be a a thing always and this this is going to be probably the last season that we do this with the flashbacks so i'm i'm excited for that because honestly they haven't been they haven't brought anything to the to the show in a long time, so I I agree with you. I'm good that they're cutting out some of the weaker elements of the you know overall show uh, to hopefully just make and produce a better show for for us the viewers. Uh, CP, anything on your end as far as you know, this upcoming season? I I will say, and this is this is one that I really feel like is this season. I think I would really I would be okay with it being the last season of Arrow. Yeah. And I think, I think just knowing, like, I think I, I'm, I'm more of like just a, a, I think as 
it being bookends, you know, mm-hmm. this this season, ultimately, the flashbacks have to take us up to when Oliver is found in season one, you know? Yeah. Like, that's the way time works, you know? Yeah. Um, unless somehow Barry screws things up, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, you yeah. know, somehow. But ultimately, I think this being the last season with the flashbacks, I think it would be very cool to see, like, give us a nice a nice ending, you know, mm-hmm. um, to Oliver's story in present day. Or, you know, whether we just know that he's just going to continue being the Green Arrow or whatever that, you know, whatever that looks like, or he mm-hmm. stops being the Green Arrow. Um, but I think it, I just think it would be a cool kind of ending. And I think this is the only time, if if they wanted to give it this book end of now Oliver's, be, like the flashbacks, he's being found on the island, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and he's leaving the island. Um, I would be okay with, I think just from the way the show's gone, um, you know, in the last couple seasons with them both being notably uh, weaker from season compared, you know, to seasons prior. Um, I would just, I think it would be good for them to quit while they're ahead, you know, rather than what, like what I would hate to see is for this season not be received well and us not getting a proper ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be this. Yeah. I, that would be extremely disappointing actually. So, but I don't think that that's, I don't know that anybody at CW is over there planning an end, you know, mm-hmm. because that's not the way people that try to make <laughs> money work, you know? Yeah. I will say going into this upcoming season, uh, season four, the premiere episode had uh, the most viewers of any Arrow episode. Of any uh, Arrow premiere? Yeah, really. Uh, yeah, exactly. So even coming off of the probably the, the low point of arrow with arrow season three even coming off of that there was a lot of people who turned tuned in for for this season for season four uh even Stephen amell uh he went on twitter and he said he gave a lot of that credit to his appearance in wrestling like in wwe and what he did with stardust and those guys Mm -hmm. and so he even he's going to show up. Yeah, he's going to be in this upcoming season, season five. So that's going to be cool. But they, so even Stephen Amell recognized that, hey, there's a, you know, his involvement with WWE was probably a good thing. And it, but I mean, it potentially was the reason why so many people watched the premiere of, of season four. And so, um, but we'll see. We'll see what, what the numbers are like for this upcoming season. And we'll see just, you know, the direction that they take that they take the show. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I think that one starts first week of August or first week of October. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's our episode for Heroes and Arrow season four. Let us know what you where you think Oliver Queen as mayor is headed on social media. Tell us on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or you can email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to check out our website heroesand.com. Just want to give you guys the comics coming out today for August 31st. We have Spider-Man number seven that is a Civil War 2 tie-in. We have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers issue number six DC Comics Bombshells Annual Number One, and then lastly we have Jupiter's Legacy Number Three. And if you're able to subscribe, rate, review, and share Heroes and with your friends, that would be awesome, and we would really appreciate that support. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes and. I'm Cody, and I'm Andy, and, and we're, we're out. out.